Hello, and welcome to the Divine Renovation Podcast, where we seek to inspire and equip you to bring your parish from maintenance to mission. My name is Dan O'Rourke, and you are still in the Summer Shorts series, which means I'm still in summer in Canada. I love it. So here's what we're inviting you today to. We're inviting you into a conversation we had with Frank and Mike, who are from Tithely. So some of you might remember, if you heard the, the full episode, Tithely is an app that actually helps increase parishioner engagement and allows for increased parishioner giving or simplified giving. So join myself, Father James, and AJ today as we have a conversation with our friends from Tithely. when we were trying to get people, make it easier for people to, to listen in, to our podcast, some of our, our audience, frankly, weren't familiar with what a podcast was. And right. so even now, when, if I'm asked by someone who's like, well, uh, how do I listen to a podcast? I don't know how to use podcasts. I just, I'll just download the Divine Renovation app. Mm. It's built right yeah. in there. And you have the option between watching the video or, or the audio right 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 on the app. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it really simplifies things. And nice. we've had, in our case, we've had a lot of people who've, who've supported our ministry through our app as well that, you know, we've had very small donations uh, in terms of modest size that, that are recurring. Uh, and then we've actually had a few, few substantial donations that have been able to come through that our app as well. It's, it's, it's amazing to see just how easy it is for, for people to be able to, do, to support a ministry. In the, in the U.S., you know, churches have their seasons. Your smaller church is very dependent on, or, you know, mid-sized to smaller churches are usually very dependent on weekly giving for, you know, the, the financial health of the church, right? To pay the bills, to pay the staff, to keep the lights on, those kinds of things. But the beautiful thing about mobile technology is everyone's walking around with their phone. It just made giving something that you could do anytime, anywhere. There's lots of very faithful givers, very generous people that every single week they bring their check to church and they put it in the basket. I mean, that that is recurring giving. You're just doing it in a manual way, right? So we wanted to make that process something that people could automate via their phone. They could set it up right there when they're in church. And now I've got automated, you know, I'm giving my $100 a week, but I'm doing it digitally. I get my receipt. It's all tracked for tax purposes. I want you to frame up all the things that your app is capable of. Obviously, giving is a part of that custom app. There's a prayer wall that's in there. So if people would like to post a prayer request, but then content, uh, being able to provide that in a cohesive environment. For example, a lot of parishes have their church calendar on their website. They might have sermon archives on a YouTube or a Vimeo channel or an iTunes. You've got to go to three or four sites, which nobody's going to do. So the app is what brings that content together, providing those types of tools to build people up to provide encouragement throughout the week. I know for a lot of people having that touch point with their congregation and that type of content, all of that sort of thing really is a tremendous benefit and simplifies the way the church accesses that content. Does, does it have, does the app have the capacity for signups? So we do event registration at Tidely and that can come right into the app. So you can have it in your calendar and then also outside of your calendar is an event registration form leaders who might be thinking, well, that's, that's interesting. And it's, but it, it's my, my starting point in hearing this is that's futuristic. What would you say to that church leader who might be thinking that that, okay, that's something we might do five years from now? Church leadership just has to recognize that like the future is here. Like it's happening yeah. everywhere else, except for in your church and you're resisting it. And that's not good. You can take notes. You can read the Bible. You can, you know, submit a prayer request. It the unchurched. I really do. I mean, cell phones are security blanket. You want me to turn off my security blanket? Well, why would would I turn off my security? I am uncomfortable here already. One of the coolest features in our app is what we call sermon notes. And so oftentimes pastors are preparing their sermon and they have some sort of outline. 
And we've given them a way to take that outline, put it into the app in a digital format with things like fill in the blanks or answer the question or free free field notes. You can get up to do the service and say, hey guys, pull out your phones and open up today's sermon notes. And then you get people taking notes right in the app. It saves them for them and they can email them to a friend. They can come back in and answer questions. Maybe they have small group questions that they go and they they read into their group, their small groups that they meet in, but it's all done in the app. Right. Like that's powerful versus shut off your phone and don't talk. But I think you were talking to me back then about how in terms of engagement, the the sermon notes were one of the the parts of your apps when you're working with churches that actually have the highest level of of engagement. People are actually opening up and following along. Yeah, it's absolutely true. Trying to lower those barriers a little bit so that Jesus' message really shines through to people. And so when it comes to like building the app, we do all of that and your logo and things like that, right? So we're going to collect all that from you guys and we're going to go off and build the app. And then the team's going to come back and review it with you and you get a chance to provide feedback, a couple of feedback rounds. And then in the building process, we try to build the whole thing so that you guys don't have to update it. You know, you're already trying to update your website and anything that's like surrounding that. And we just take all that and feed it into the app. And you can do some other things like publish content natively in the app if you want to. So for $59 a month, I got to believe, and and our team, our internal team has had this conversation when they found out that you guys were coming on. A couple of them were like, man, I never have cash in my wallet when that bloody basket comes by. And I would love to be able to give and I feel guilty when I can't. And, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just, it's my problem is I'm 30. Having the app is making a difference in some churches. Do you have examples of this making a difference? Are you seeing giving go up in churches? Are you seeing connection go up in churches? Give me some examples. There's quite a few things on our website, uh, customer success stories that you can go and read, white papers with stats in there, where their giving was at beforehand, where it got to after implementing Tithely. Again, it's one of those things when working with churches, there are people that do a faithful reoccurring giving. It's just manual through check. That's the way that they connect with their act of worship. Tithely is not asking for, you know, taking away someone's favorite toy. That's not what that purpose is for. It's simply to come alongside and to assist giving, which was fantastic. There is a spirit of generosity. People want to, if their needs are being met and they're having a fantastic time with connection and church is going great for them, they want to be generous. Tithely helps fill that gap where people are like, I just, I don't want to buy more checks or I don't have checks. And so that becomes a low-hanging fruit in that particular standpoint and helps boost giving just in that way. Not that people Mm -hmm. are giving more, there's just more people giving. This is what church looks like for most people, right? It's usually a smaller church. It's usually a church that's been around for a long time. And this church, we just did a story on, they're 122 years old. They have lots of tradition, but these guys made the leap and they've got 100 people in their church using digital giving. Giving has grown by 15%. And it's just such a good story because it's not some big mega church or anything flashy. It's just a, a great church serving their community, doing great work. That's gone from bake sales and chickens into digital giving and it's working for them. People are not used to, to planning ahead to give. Like they just think if I've got my wallet, if I've got my, you know, my credit card or my debit card, whatever, like then I'm fine finding it. Like I've got access to my financial resources. Right. And, uh, and yeah, that, that idea of going like, no, 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 like you need to, go to the bank earlier in the week to get money so you can give on Sunday. Another idea I wanted to jump in there too, that that we found to be very true when you come to those monthly fees, like there's a few different uh, services we use summer with our bank and that kind of thing. You know, if you're talking 59 bucks a month, 
if one average giver a week gives that way, they miss church that week because they were sick or whatever, but they still give like that's paying for itself really quick. We need to keep in mind, like these are good values. The fact that by making things easier, we're actually serving our people. The primary interest that we have uh, from the perspective of divine renovation ministry is that you fund the mission. Uh, And if, and if we can, uh, fund the mission to, to a greater extent than, than the impact of the church on the community is is greater. And that's what we're about in, in, in the yeah. end. But it's the accessibility factor. Like yeah. this is a, a, a modality, a delivery method, which yes. people really connect with. That's right. And it, and it makes, you know, timeless spiritual truth that we believe for 2000 years accessible to people today you know, the, the issues of stewardship and issues of the heart, like those are the same, but to be able to say, here's a way you can easily step into that. It's a, it's an accessible way. If people are having a hard time getting their head around, like, why would we change this? Why would we do it this way? Uh, you know, the, the point is not to have the, the, the options for the sake of the, op- the point is to make it accessible to people. The whole thing of ha- having an app, I remember, uh, three, three, four years ago was saying, you know, when I was a pastor saying, I would love our church to have an app. I just never, we never really had time to go there, but it was always something on my list of things to do, because I think the medium is the message as well as a very famous Canadian once said. And, and if we are seen as a church to, to try to be all things to all, to all people, to do everything we can to reach people, then that, that means employing the latest, that things that are basically the norm. I mean, the temptation in the church is to think of these things as, that's that's new that that's that's futuristic well it's it's not new it's it's normal and it's been normal for years I hope you enjoyed today's conversation. If you haven't checked out the suite of Divine Renovation books, I encourage you to grab one for some of your summer reading. Most recently, I reread Unlocking Your Parish, and it was absolutely worth visiting more than once, and perhaps you'll enjoy reading it either for the first time or again. Join us again next week for another summer short. 